0: Hi, so this episode got republished accidentally? Yeah, that's all. Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Moonpool, where cats of all clans gather together as one. Today is another episode in my Analyzing Warriors Relationships series, or whatever it's called. Today, I'll be analyzing currently non-canon relationships or relationships in Warriors. Basically, what this means is cats who people think could be romantically interested in each other and warrior cats, or cats who have shown interest in each other or have even sort of been, I guess the word for it might be, dating. By currently, I mean that if they broke up in The Broken Code, which I haven't read yet, then it doesn't count because I haven't read that series yet and thus do not know that they broke up, or maybe in some cases that the relationship happened in the first place. But if they broke up um, any time before The Broken Code, or, I guess, um, not in one of the Super Editions. And no one from Dawn of the Clans, because I haven't read Dawn of the Clans. But, um, yeah. Yeah, let's get started. So the first relationship I will analyze is that of Squirrelflight and Ashfer. I have talked a lot about Ashfur and how he sort of went crazy and all the consequences of his jealousy and, frankly, selfishness, but I haven't talked as much about Squirrelflight and Ashfur. As in, were they actually a good match for each other? Would everything have gone better if Squirrelflight had just forgotten Brambleclaw and just gotten together with Ashfur? Here are my thoughts. To be honest, I always hoped slash thought slash knew that Squirrelflight and Brambleclaw would get back together, even when Squirrelflight and Ashfur were going close. Squirrelflight and Brambleclaw were always fighting, and so Squirrelflight had a personal grudge against Brambleclaw at the time. So she had no problem with the fact that she and Ashfur might end up together. But is it the right match? That's the question. I don't know. I think Ashfur might have been a little too clingy. Um, If if their relationship had happened, he might have been a little too clingy. He probably would have constantly questioned Squirrelflight about her feelings on Brambleclaw and other toms. They would probably go through some some high and very, very low patches in their relationship. Now that I think about it, it's the same thing with Squirrelflight and Brambleclaw slash Star in the end. I don't think that Squirrelflight was ever really in love with Ashfur, though. Honestly, Ashfur should have let go of that a long, long time ago. It's not in his control who does or doesn't love him. He should just live his life and get over it, in my opinion, because he would have been a lot happier if he was able to do that back when Squirrelflight and Brambleclaw got together again for the first time. And that's what I think about Squirrelflight and Ashfur. The next currently non-canon relationship I will be analyzing is Bluefur slash Star and thrush Pelt. So Pelt always had a crush on Bluefur. Star- blue he was always he was too shy to say it, I'm pretty sure, and he was okay with admiring from afar, but he still loved her. Bluefur liked him as a friend, but she fell in love with Oakheart. The funny thing is, she thought Oakheart was arrogant. She liked his she liked his brother, Crooked Star, a lot more, but Crooked Star grew hostile with her after a while. But Thrushpelt was nicer than Oakheart. He was kind, sweet, patient, and quiet. She wanted to be in love with him, but she just wasn't. It wasn't her fault. But, but unlike Ashford with Squirrel Flight, Threshpelt accepted this. Isn't it such a relief to have someone who actually gets that you can't control who you're attracted to and doesn't go crazy over that fact? When Bluefur's kits were born, everyone thought they were Threshpelts. Bluefur didn't deny this, but I don't think she said it outright either. Although Bluefur didn't tell pelt whose kits they really were, Oakheart's, he fully supported and accepted her. He said he would loved the kits like he were, like they were his own. Bluefur thanked him and told him she was sorry that she wasn't in love with him and that she still wanted to be his friend. He accepted this. Then, Bluefur took the kits to RiverClan, so Oakheart could raise them. She did this because she knew it was her destiny to become leader of ThunderClan, and she didn't want kits to get in the way. She also didn't think that Sunstar, the ThunderClan deputy, ThunderClan leader at the time, would choose her as deputy over Thistleclaw, the other possible deputy if she had kits. She didn't want Thistleclaw to become deputy because she knew he was overly arrogant, ambitious, and bloodthirsty. Okay, I'm going to go on one of my side rants here. Bluefur did not need to do that, in my opinion. Threshpelt could have helped her raise them and done a bunch of the work while she was busy doing leader duties. And I'm pretty sure Sunstar could have still chosen Bluefur to be deputy, because it seems like he was going to pick her over Thistleclaw anyway. Also, I know this is way after what I'm talking about now, but Leafstar had a mate while she was leader. She had Billy Storm. And although he died later, she did find as a leader with a mate for a long time. Another example, Ivypool and Fernsong. Ivy Pool wasn't sure about having kids with Fernsong, because she didn't want to be holed up in the nursery all the time. She wanted to be part of all the action, which is very fitting in character for Ivypool, in my opinion. We don't get to see this in action, but I assume it worked. Bluefur could have done that while Thrushpelt took care of the kits. I'm sure he wouldn't mind, as he seems to be willing to do anything for Bluefur. And Bluefur certainly could have had a talk with Sunstar about all this. I just think it was bad strategic thinking on her part. I think it was a combination of the pressure put on her by Goosefeather, the slightly crazy medicine cat who keeps telling her that she must focus on being a leader, and also partly her own ambition, sort of egging her on in the background. But really, you should have thought that through, Bluefur. Um, what else was I going to say? Donut. Oh, yeah. And so I think, honestly, if Bluefur had actually been in love with Thrushbout, that would have turned out great um, for both of them. But... She fell in love with Oakheart, which is too bad. So that's, that's my, that's my thoughts. <laughs> anyway, the next relationship I want to analyze is Lionpaw and Heatherpaw, who later became Lionblaze and Heathertail. Okay, in my opinion, these two have sort of a teenage romance. When Lionpaw is an apprentice, he and a she-cat from WindClan, Heatherpaw, get into a relationship. They start meeting in the secret tunnels beneath the ground of Thunder and Wind Clan. These tunnels are ancient, and they were built by cats long ago who lived in this area. I don't, I don't know why I'm dragging out the sounds of certain words, but it's fun. Anyway, Lionpaw and Heatherpaw started meeting there and mostly just played around. They made their own made up clan called Dark Clan. Heatherpaw was Heatherstar, and Lionpaw was Lionclaw in this sort of role play. It was mostly just for fun, although there was some love stuff going on. Wow, look at me with the fancy descriptions. Love stuff going on. Anyway, Lionpaw loved Heatherpaw's smoky, heather-blue eyes, as I think they're officially described. Once, Lionpaw and Heatherpaw got caught in the tunnels together, but they still... Actually, they got caught when they were still meeting just on the border, but then they moved to the tunnels to be more secret. They still kept meeting in secret. But then, Tigerstar... Um, told Lionpaw in a dream to stop meeting with Heatherpaw if he wanted to be a good warrior. He told Heatherpaw this, and she got mad and left. So, this relationship was short, and I guess sort of sweet. I don't think these two would have lasted long, and as Heatherpaw and Lionpaw became Heathertail and Lionblaze, they would have had to make an important decision about whether to stay together or break up. And the better better decision would probably be breaking up. I don't know, but I would think so. So yeah, those are my thoughts on Heatherpaw and Lionpaw. The next currently non-canon relationship I will be analyzing is Crowpaw and Feathertail. And oh boy, I just remembered that I already analyzed this relationship in another episode, so I'll make this quick. I honestly really like this relationship. For some reason, people think that this was just a sort of teenage romance like Lionpaw and Heatherpaw's was, but seriously, these two were in love. They were seriously considering continuing their relationship, but then Feathertail had to ruin it by dying. What's up with that, Feathertail? I honestly sort of wish that these two had stayed together. I think maybe Crowfeather would have been happier with Feathertail than the Leafpool. I don't know. That's all I have to say about these two. If you want more, go check out my episode about analyzing romantic relationships in Warriors. The last currently non-canon Warriors relationship I'll be analyzing is leaf and Firepaw. Slash heart. Slash star so when firepaw first came to Thunderclan, he and spotted leaf the medicine cat grew sort of close they weren't quite in love but they might have grown closer as they got older i made an episode about what might have happened if spotted leaf hadn't died maybe they would have gotten together i really really would not like that i like firestar and sandstorm way better also for some reason whenever spotted leaf is around the narrator is talking about how good she smells which is just weird It's always saying things like, Firestar drank in Spottedleaf's sweet scent. Why is he drinking it? I know that cats sort of taste the air, but they don't drink it. That's just sort of creepy on Firestar's part. Anyway, get over it, Spottedleaf, is what I say. The end. Case closed. Episode over. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Moonpool. This podcast is found wherever you get your podcasts, including Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. Again, thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye!